levels, 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 levels. What's going on, Abe? My levels, my levels are okay. <laughs> I hit the red button, uh, and as soon as I hit the red button, I was like, I didn't even talk into this thing yet. I wonder if these levels are still good. <laughs> uh, turns out they're fine. So, <clears throat> so I think we're in uh, we're in like day uh, seven of quarantine town. How's uh, how's quarantine town in down in Indy? Yeah, uh, Ashley and I kind of broke the rules a little bit on Friday. We went to the hardware store and got some stuff so that uh, uh, I could do chores even if the the world ended. I love how you so, refer to basic house maintenance as chores. <laughs> it's chores, man. Yeah, chores. You know, milking the cow, um, putting down the new flo- laminate floor, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. What do I? What are we working on right now? Uh, that uh, Jack and Jill bathroom upstairs. Right. I I demoed that and uh, uh, pulled up the like quarter inch, um, not subfloor, but like the underlayment underneath the vinyl, which was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I put backer board down, and I'm getting ready to tape and seal all the seams on the backer board before okay. we tile. Right. So, what kind of tile are you doing up up there? Uh, bigger tiles, like, uh, I don't know, uh, one, uh, two square feet ish one by two. Okay. So you're, uh, you're, you're doing, you're going like full force and make this house, uh, sweet, huh? I will see. <clears throat> you said you're doing the countertops up there too, right? Yep. Uh, okay. all, like everything is already out. So okay. that, that room is like completely empty. So I was probably the last person to ever use that bathroom, wasn't I? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's by my bathroom for the past few years. <laughs> Uh, well, I think by the time of uh, PRI Hotel, if there is a PRI, uh, right. PRI Hotel should be pretty comfy. Man, it, it was pretty comfy already, but uh, uh, the that toilet did have a slow leak, and though that laminate floor was pretty chintzy, so it was crap. No, now it, it, so, so Abe, Abe's got like this really nice house, and you could tell the builder was like. All right, make it really nice where like the people that live in it will be, and like make everything else cheaper. <laughs> so. Well, uh, the way the way I would describe the house is that it was built in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, and my impression was that they had a good plan for getting things going and having it be really nice, and then it was like crash. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. Let's finish this up as fast as possible. Yeah, it was like uh, uh, the exterior is gorgeous. It's got a beautiful layout. It's in a great neighborhood. And then they're like, you're like, why did they put eighteen dollar floors in this bathroom? <laughs> we gotta sell this house. <laughs> so now, now Abe is stuck. Uh, Abe is stuck un uh, unrecessioning the house right now, right as we approach so a recession. So many chores. So many chores. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, you, you I just work- got the notice that I'll be working from home. Yeah. Uh, I've been at home for I guess a week and a day now. That's what um, I was gonna say. You've been I'll home for be a week or so. From home until. Uh, until the 13th of April, at least. Yeah. That's a long time at home, man. How's, uh, how you feeling? Are you feeling crazy? It's weird. Uh, today I didn't put on like normal clothes. I was just in my pajamas. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think that's actually probably detrimental to productivity. I think like, you know, I think you need to put on your work clothes to get in work mode. I believe that you, you have a separate office that you can like lock yourself into, but it's still probably hard to do that you know it is um the uh um is, is there is there any is there inability I, mean, I would assume with your job there's a lot of inability to do things when you're working from home like are you busy all day uh yeah i would say so i um 
like a lot of what I'm trying to do right now is uh, write reports and try and um, keep track of all the work we've done and the things we've learned in the last year. Right. Um, and I can do that from anywhere. Okay. So uh, I'm on the list of non-essential employees, which means that I can work remotely. Okay. Um, and my guess is that uh, basically all the like experts in the company, but the people that don't you know, turn the knobs and pull the levers. Right. All the experts are working from home and all the people who turn knobs and pull the levers, they're a really important part of the company and that's why they're at work. Yeah, they're like in labs and stuff like that. Yeah. So um well I'm uh uh I'm I'm technically uh exempt from quarantine rules in Illinois because I'm construction and repair and stuff. And a lot of like a, a large percentage of what we do is like broken glass repair and we work on government buildings a bunch. And so I've been, I've been working, which is uh, fine. Um, I am quarantining myself when I'm at job sites. Like I'm setting up zip walls and stuff and like plastic walls. Oh really? Uh, yeah. And, and I don't have any subcontractors working. Uh, it's just me. So I'm uh, the other day uh, I was putting in a patio door and I was like, I've been doing a lot of squats. I wonder if I can just lift this fucker myself. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I can. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so I've been I've been acting like like twenty one year old me, uh, seventeen years later, and uh, feeling there strong. Been trying to do a lot of squats, getting uh, getting them legs in shape, man. <laughs> <laughs> Staying away from sick people. T- today, I uh, today I actually, um, and I can send you some pictures of this. You can put it on the website if you want. But um, so I have the Cummins Swap F two F three fifty, right? Um, sure. I did that. I that's did that. The, that's the blue one, right? Yeah, I did that swap Is- like in oh probably oh eight oh nine something like that. I don't remember. No, maybe I did in like two thousand thirteen. It was like eight or ten years ago. Um, and uh, so I I probably got like two hundred thousand miles on the swap. And last year, fifth gear disappeared. Like, I mean, it didn't disappear, but I, I stopped using it um, because it started making a bunch of noise. Like, it started, it would like, it would work fine, but it sounded like one of the teeth was like broken off and missing in fifth gear. And that's a problem. Um, generally, people don't like it when your fifth gear makes noise and sounds like it's going to explode. And uh, but it didn't make any noise. Like, like one through four, it was great. And so I could just cruise down the highway and forth, like screaming revs, but just going fifty five. So <laughs> nice. I've been real busy, like literally. I've been wor- I've been busy every day for a year. Uh, I don't have any days off hardly, unless they're Sundays, and then I have to spend them with the family. Otherwise, I'm a negligent dad and stuff like that. But uh, so today, you're still a negligent dad. Well, yeah, I'm not very good at what I'm doing as a dad. <laughs> But um, today, uh, it snowed last night a bunch. I was supposed to go put in a patio door today, um, and uh, and was so we pushed it back because there was four inches of standing snow on the ground. It's almost all gone now because it got up to fifty degrees, but or forty five degrees. But uh, the uh, the the grass, I would have had to walk around the house. It would have been a swamp. I would have been tracking mud everywhere. So I'm going to do that on Wednesday instead. So I I jacked up the truck. It's over at my shop at my building, and I pulled the. The fifth gear on this trans is interesting because it's on the outside of the case. Like if you if you think of like the case as like a big rectangle, like one through four are inside the case, and fifth gear is just outside of it. And then there's like a tail shaft housing on it that the drive shaft goes into. Um, okay. And uh, so I pulled the tail shaft housing off, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it was like 
utter carnage. <laughs> every single tooth on the counter shaft gear, the big gear, uh, every single tooth was missing a like a giant percentage of itself. Like it still worked in fifth gear. Like it went down the road. Um, and then the main shaft gear, which is the small one, it was missing uh, one main tooth, and the, and like two of the other ones had problems. Uh, so so like the, I think the main shaft gear lost a tooth, and that like just utterly shredded most of the counter shaft gear. Uh, and uh, but it still worked, which is shocking to me. Um, and so in the bottom of the trans, there's uh, there's like a whole pile of gears that fell out, uh, gear like gear teeth. Um, and so I I'd ordered the parts for it. Right now I'm using my other truck, my F two fifty, which is the six hundred and seventy thousand mile truck right now. Um, Jeez. And because uh, I I I took the blue one out of out of service right before it started snowing, like in January, and I had new rear springs put on. Uh, and then I changed a rear caliper that was stuck and just did it. I've been doing basic maintenance on it, like randomly as I have time. And I've been running the old truck, uh, through the salty winter and just avoiding a winter on the, on my, on my, like, you know, my better truck. Um, but I've actually gotten to, to like driving the old truck cause it's like an auto and it's like super basic and easy to drive. <laughs> But, um, and it's a really nice truck. Like we had the rust repaired on it. It looks like it's got like a hundred thousand miles on it, but it's a 99, 7.3 with like 665,000 or whatever. Um, that's but, amazing. Uh, it, it runs, runs great too. As long as you plug it in, it does not start unless you plug it in. The glow plugs are definitely dead, but, um, <clears throat> the, uh, so I pulled the transit part today and, uh, yeah, that was an interesting day. I, I had to pry on one of the gear. I had to pry on the main shaft gear. Uh, with like four foot pry bars to get it to, to get started, and so I think I'm gonna have to heat up the new gear when I press it on. But it's kind of cool being able to work on a trans like in the truck. Um, but it's also kind of a pain because you're laying under the truck. <laughs> so, Jeez. Uh, yeah. Well, so, one thing I learned about you on uh, on the the Austin road trip that I didn't know or appreciate at the time was uh, you don't have much time in your life to deal with basic maintenance on stuff. You are really good at like fixing a problem when it shows up, but like you're not the kind of guy to take something apart, at least if it's not on your race car in advance to just like make sure everything is fine. If it's working, man, you run that trap, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know the air brakes were not working until the air brakes were not working. <laughs> so. uh, you also didn't know that the furnace wasn't working, even though I asked you, hey, man, is the furnace working? Yeah, well, I did know it wasn't working. I just didn't care very much. <laughs> I, I, like we went camping in October last year uh, down in Indiana in Brown County State Park, just south of you. Um, and it was it got down to like twenty five at night. And we used the the rooftop the rooftop ACs on my RV have like a heater coil built in, and you can like make heat with them. Um, and we used those, and it got like plenty hot. And so I just assumed, like, oh, no big deal. It won't be a big deal, right? Like going down to Austin because I thought it's never – like in Illinois, it's like bare, only like a couple days a year is it below like 20. Um, we just happened to be driving on the one day. <laughs> it, it was, was one like of those days. It was borderline zero degrees. Um, but uh, It was so cold. Yeah, I don't so intend cold. on fixing the furnace. I actually <laughs> – I'm, I'm putting the new floor in it right now, and there's like floor ducts for the furnace, you know? Um. And I had been under the bus, and, like, the ductwork going to those ducts is, like, stupid and broken and old. Uh, and the furnace is in an awkward location. And I'm like, I'm not going to use this furnace. So I just, like, sealed up the ductwork. 
<laughs> so there's no you more. You know what we work. should have done is we should have bought and uh, purchased an electric uh, heater. No, like I an know electric room heater to just plug in because the generator was running. No, I and, and the generator's big. It, it'll run whatever. So I have a three or I have like a it's a three cylinder diesel generator, so it'll make like plenty of power. But I have a uh, like a, an oil filled like radiator heater. So if there's if by chance we like go and do this again, like I'll just take that. It's a thousand watts, but when you get that thing cranking, like it throws some heat, um, and it would definitely heat up the main portion of the bus. So I'll definitely bring that if we have if we have this predicament again. But uh, it looks like a radiator from like an old room in like an ancient boiler heat house, you know. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So how's uh, so uh, uh, how, what what's that? Oh, I said, how's how's things in the race car? World? Oh, I was going to ask you how are uh, how are plans for the year for you on your on your car? Have you bought a K twenty four? But uh, so we were basically asking not, each other the same thing. <laughs> I have not done anything. I, at the moment, I I spent a lot of money on a uh, an exam prep course. Yeah, and that was my K twenty four budget. But like. Uh, this is a really weird time, and I am hedging my bets against you know needing a career change. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. So it's just just like not not actively doing it, but I just don't want to be in a place where in six months you know the company decides it doesn't want to spend any money on R and D and lets everybody go. Right. No, that's smart. So get uh, get prepped for something else potentially. Right. Trying to, uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of a weird life. You and me both. I mean, I I basically started. Uh, I graduated from college right as the first recession started, and right. here we are, like trying to start a family, and we're in what looks to be another recession. It's just like, uh, it's brutal. It's sort of it, like. I didn't have like a lot of, I had like a decent amount of money in my mutual fund, my, my retirement savings, you know, and it's like, it's like money that doesn't seem to exist to me, but it's like, a, you know, it's some money, it's not crazy, but it's some money. And now I have half of that money, um, because of the stock market problem. I mean, I haven't even looked at it. Uh, I don't, I don't want to look at it. I wouldn't, re- wouldn't recommend anybody else look at theirs, you know, but, uh, it's sort of like, it's, it's made me think long and hard about like, what do I really want to do for like retirement savings? Do I want to have faith in the stock market? And everybody's probably going to tell me, yeah, you should. But like, part of me is like, I could buy a rental house with that. And then nobody could chop that house in half. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. Uh, stuff like but, that. Uh, but, uh, yeah. People could destroy your house. Yeah. But that's what Kinda you ha- like. That's uh, what you have insurance. Our for. tenant didn't. Well, eh, well, eh, yeah. Yeah. Eh. I've been thinking about um, I've been thinking about stuff like that, and I've been thinking like you need, you need more houses on Javay Avenue. I, I well, my brother wants to sell me one of his rental houses. That's the thing. So I've been thinking about buying that rental house if the market ever comes <laughs> back. But um, but that's also a stupid idea. I should leave that money in the mutual fund and buy the rental houses some other way. Um, you should sell uh, fifteen transmissions and buy a rental house. That, those aren't worth enough money for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, and also, uh, I've been thinking like, we spend a lot of our time doing jobs that a lot of us don't love. Uh, and like, uh, you know, maybe we should all try to not do jobs that we hate or like change our life enough to where when we do have good times, um, I mean, and comparatively to other generations, like this is kind of like a, a laughably easy, hard time compared to like world war two, you know? Sure. Uh, but like. Uh, when things are good, like maybe we should, 
we should all be like nicer to each other and like not hate what we do every day and not take things for granted as much. Um, but uh, so you're yeah. you're basically reciting the plot of Fight Club. I'm sort of well, yeah, I guess I'm sort of having like a little bit of an existential crisis, I guess. But <laughs> I think a lot of people probably are. I don't know what I'm here to. I don't know what I'm doing in this world. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we did uh, at the in the last show. We offered to to throw out some plugs for some uh, for some shops and some buddies of ours. I have a uh, we have we have one came in through email. We have another one. Uh, we can do a couple of them today if you want. Yeah, totally. What you got? The uh, let's uh, let's plug some buddies and see if uh, if they can get a little bit better business. Um, first one I've got is trackdecals.com. Uh, my buddy Clay, who actually bought the old RV. Uh, oh, I love they those do guys. Uh, vinyl and magnetic graphics for track cars, uh, door numbers, driver name, decals, racetrack outlines, etc. They do all kinds of stuff. They do. F- he's even done full liveries and things. Um, and then track sculptures. Uh, you back with me, Abe? Oh yeah, I'm back. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I've there. been I've been recording. I don't know if you could hear me because it seems like Facebook dropped out, but. Uh, so we got trackdecals.com and tracksculptures.com. They made they actually made the the trophies for our Coda event. Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. racetrack-inspired wall art, wooden sculptures, over 700 racetracks worldwide, and uh, they, they can do trophies out of them, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, hey, I lost Maybe it for we a second. should What'd talk to Track Decals and see if uh, they wanted to make some slip angle stuff so that we can post it on the new Tracktoon store. It's probably not as bad long as, as long as uh, the, the company that's printing T-shirts is going to... Fulfill my order. We should have T-shirts like within a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should. And we, I, th- I, I think we're going to have to hashtag sidebush them though. So, <laughs> yeah, you might you might need to go pick up the T-shirts from the bush, right? Um. Yeah. So we got a few orders, not very many, but we didn't talk about it on the show yet. So, tracktune.com slash store, I think, is uh, T-shirts. It's the slip angle best tee because it's the best. Tea. It is a. It's supposed to be a really nice T-shirt per Abe. He uh, he says it's the best. So, uh, so yeah, check out uh, check out the store and uh, and we also have one more quick plug. Our buddies up uh, up north in Chicago, I believe they're in Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda, Illinois. Hard Times General Repair and Hard Times Racing. Uh, they run a ton of cars uh, in their crew. They run a ton of cars in Grid Life, um, and uh, yeah, track. Track car, drift, drift car prep and service. He's done his cages, road race stuff, drift stuff, splitters, uh, and a lot of Nissan and JDM Nissan knowledge. He uh, He's built a bunch of R32s. Uh, he's got a Sylvia himself that he's putting a V8 in now. Uh, and Neat. And he actually is, he's actually the dude who finished most of the stuff on the, uh, on the Weber carbureted F-Series Accord engine, uh, third gen Civic wagon that I built for Dennis Duff several years ago. He finished a ton of that stuff. Um, old cars, muscle cars. Uh, he's done nineteen twenties cars, uh, all kinds of things. Hard times. So. Charlie also is the owner and wearer of the most like vintage looking race suit. It's so good. There, I think it was. I think it was Sullivan a couple years ago took a picture of Hard Times Charlie. And he looked like the coolest dude. He got that I've suit. Uh, he got that suit through uh, binged, uh, who not binged, uh Bridge Moto down. Uh, I think Bridge Moto, yeah, yeah. Bridge Moto has been a big supporter of Grid Life for the past few years too. So check out Bridge Moto. 
But yeah, Hard Times, General Repair, Instagram is Hard Timer, and 847-526-3911 if you want a project finished uh, and you are Midwest-based. Uh, he is still operating. Uh, he's kind of more of a, you know, he can probably operate by himself. Uh, so if you want to drop him something off, throw on your mask, drop a crappy car off, and he will deliver it back as a not crappy car. <laughs> So Charlie's the best. I love Charlie. And, uh, yeah, obviously a listener of the show because he listened all the way to the end of that show and he heard that we are we are uh, doing plugs. So uh, any other uh, any other businesses that would love to have some plugs uh, across Slip Angle platform, uh, if, if we can help you out uh, in this stupid time, uh, let us do it. So uh, I've been working on a race car, Abe. Um, and your car makes uh, kind of whiny noises. I've huh? been working on two race cars, actually. Yeah, so my red car is almost track-worthy. Like, it's basically track-worthy right now. I'm sitting next to it. I'm in the studio in the garage right now. Uh, and uh, the red car dynoed the other day. I posted a picture on Instagram today, but uh, it was probably three weeks ago. It was before everybody was afraid of a virus that we can't see. But... Uh, it did GLTC How many numbers can you see? Uh, I don't know. I got some pretty good vision. I got my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it made good power. It made GLTC power. I think it's like going to be a potential contender if you put like a real driver in it. So you should uh, you should work with Mike and have him like set you up uh, on all the performance bits so that not only will you be able to drive, but you might be able to compete. Well, uh, well, the the biggest thing I need to do is I need to like. Uh, Drive better. I, well, I need to. It, 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 I have podiumed in the car when the car was like way underpowered, but I need to get like a little bit more weight out of it. So it's like so I got a little bit of a buffer zone there. It's probably going to be about seventy five pounds overweight right now, which is really close. But uh, I want to do Lexan. I want to do a carbon fiber hood. I've, those things are like in the works. But uh, um, and uh, before I was semi quarantined with my wife who is now fully quarantined cuz she can't go to work. Uh I was like trying to eat better and like now I'm in like uh quarantine depression mode and like we got a Lou Malnati's pizza last night and all kinds of oh, terrible. God, they're putting a Lou Malnati's down the road from my house. It's terrible like idea. 20 minutes. Oh my god, I love Lou so much. It's pretty good. Um so I'm eating that for dinner tonight again cuz those are you can only have like one and a half pieces of that before you want to explode. Uh, but the car made uh, with the Jackson Supercharger, it made 161 and like 140 something torque, and it made the torque like across all the RPMs. Uh, so that's like that's Sick. that's up 20 horsepower and like up like 30 plus 35 foot pounds of torque across last year's power plant. Um, and the car should be like roughly the same race weight, uh, depending on the tire choice that I have. So, is um, it uh, is it intercooled? Uh, yeah, so I uh, we cut the we cut the blower manifold. The way these blowers work uh, is the blower is bolted to the bottom of the intake manifold, and it's a different intake manifold than factory. But it looks a lot like a factory intake manifold, but there's a supercharger bolted to the bottom of it. Um, and so the uh, from the from Jackson, these blowers were not intercooled, so they were good for street cars, you know, good for a drag car, you know, but it wouldn't be good for like a twenty minute uh, road course car. Uh, it would heat soak and the IATs would be crazy after like 10 minutes or whatever. Um, so what, uh, there was a company down in Florida that called, uh, LHT. They used to do this, but they don't do it anymore, but they used to cut these intake manifolds apart and they would put Laminova intercooler cores in, which are like a tube with a ton of fins on it that you flow water through. And that tube gets colder and it's and all these fins, the air has to flow around them and it sucks the heat out of the intake charger or, or some portion of it. Um, 
and another another way you can actually cool the intake charge is with water or water meth inter- injection. So that I do have sure. another I'd have another option if I want to like post post blower I can cool the charge with that if I wanted to. Um, but so Kyle and I, tall Kyle and I, welded some laminova cores in, uh, and uh, I think like four months ago or something, I posted a couple of pictures on the Instagram, either my Instagram, Adam Jabay, or Slip Angle Show Instagram. I'm not sure. I posted a couple of pictures, uh, so there was a couple of shots out there. But we welded in these laminova cores, and then you build these little boxes on the side of it with like a dash ten fitting. Uh, and so, and I have a big tank in the passenger side, uh, where the passenger seat would be. I have a big, like five gallon water tank, um, that I got from a shop out in Maryville, Indiana. I think it's, uh, Rhodes race cars. They sell on eBay and stuff, but they're local to me. So I went and picked it up. Uh, and there's a little bilge pump inside. And so it, you, I can put ice water in there. We dynoed the car with straight water because it was like a 35-degree night, so it was pretty chilly. Um, and we were watching the intake air temperatures, and they were cold. So I didn't want to make them any colder. I wanted the dyno tune to be like, you know, hopefully okay uh, or close Realistic. When, it, when it gets hot outside, yeah. Um, so I can put ice ice in the tank too, and that should get me a little bit further into uh, a session or a race. But so it pumps out of the tank in the passenger side floor. It goes through the supercharger, um, and then it goes through. There's two cores in it, and there's a little box. So it goes through both cores, and then it comes towards the front of the car through a heat exchanger and then goes back to the tank. So any of the heat that builds up as it passes through the blower. Uh, Hopefully some, doesn't yeah, accumulate in Some the of that. Yeah, some of it will get pulled out as it goes through the – it's a big B&M super cooler, like a big oil oh, cooler. Oh, that's awesome. So hopefully it'll last twenty minute session without dropping power much, um, but I'm gonna do a little bit. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna dyno when it's uh, like eighty or ninety degrees. Also, um, and I'm also thinking about doing flex fuel in the car. Uh, I've I've been thinking about it, but it made the power that I wanted. I wanted one sixty to one sixty five wheel, uh, and it made right in the middle of that. So. Uh, I'm not looking for more power, but if uh, if by chance E85 or some mix of E85 and, and 93 would make it run cooler, like that, that could be beneficial. But uh, well, I mean, if you're 75 pounds overweight, why wouldn't you go and get a little more power out of E85? Well, I uh, I don't want to add weight once I pull some of the weight out. Um, that would be 75 pounds overweight, like if it is as heavy as I think it is right now with the extra, because like the blower added like 10 pounds. Uh, and the water uh, from the five gallon uh, the five gallon tank is like what's five gallons of water like forty pounds um, ish yeah yeah and so so I've, I'm up like fifty pounds but I can probably pull like seventy five pounds out I'm still doing like rough weights in my head I don't know what like these tires and wheels weigh like I haven't weighed the car in a long time but hey you still there yep I lost you hang on. I had somebody call me, and uh, it kicked the call off. <laughs> I was thinking about we should, uh, if I knew you were at home, I would have given the Discord chat a uh, a go. Oh, we should have tried that. That's a good idea. That worked good the other night. Yeah, I think uh-huh. we'll, uh, for the next show, we'll we'll do it. I think the, the chat we had set up, we could just use that, because if we're not playing games, no one's on it. Yeah, it worked pretty well. Or, or people could just jump on and bother us, but... That would be fun, too. Um, yeah, so Gridlife is setting up a Forza League, uh, Time Attack League and stuff. So that should be announced in the next couple of days. We're trying to do esports things, keep people connected and uh, having fun. But um, 
so. uh, what we played uh, two nights ago, and it was it got to be super late. I think you had went to bed because your internet's so bad. But, I felt I literally uh, fell asleep waiting for the internet to reset. But uh, I think I stayed up until like one thirty. It's That's pretty too late. late for playing games. <laughs> yeah, I, I was up most of that. I I kind of I kind of bounced about about one. I'm I'm getting too over this, man. Well, I'm not like the, I'm not like uh, very good, but it was the most fun was just being on the phone on Discord, just like screwing around. It was actually really fun. I, I did not think it would be that fun. I was like crabby. Chris brought me one of the Gridlife Xboxes for one of the simulator rigs, uh, just so I could help with it and. Uh, uh, and we socially distanced ourselves on Saturday afternoon when he dropped it off. But uh, it it was way more fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> so silly. Just everybody's got dumb jokes. Uh, yeah. It's just it's we should have recorded it. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, well, we're like half an hour into this uh, and we want to do a lot of shows over the next week. Uh, do we have anybody to plug? Do we have any we want to th- say thanks to Patreons, obviously. Uh, uh, we should definitely say thanks to Patreons and uh, the the two partners for the Slip Angle Podcast, Apex Pro, who's got a uh, webinar coming up on Wednesday the twenty fifth. Yeah, um, it's forty nine bucks. It's a deep data dive uh, with Andrew, and he'll show you all the ins and outs of using the Apex Pro software. Should be a pretty good time. I'm definitely going to call in. Yeah, I'm planning to be on that one too if I can. So. And uh, also thanks to FCP Euro. So uh, they are supporting our show, and we really think they're an amazing company, and they have a super cool warranty on all their stuff. So and and they're still fun. open for shipping right now, too. Uh, they are moving product right now. So if, you, if you're finding it tough to get things, uh, FCP Euro right now can send you things. So check them out. Uh, we really appreciate all the support. I think it's fcpuro.com and then apextrackcoach.com, correct? That's right. Yep. Um, and then hopefully uh, Abe and I can crank another show out in the next day or two. We're going to, because a lot of people are bored, we're trying to crank out some content and keep people a little less bored. So stay tuned. And, uh, and yeah, I got a whole story about, um, about did, I, did I talk about our stupid sedan? I think I talked about it. I don't think it. so. I didn't, I didn't oh. talk about it. About Dan in general? Yeah, no, I mean, did I talk about the engine mount problems or no? I don't recall. I think I did, actually. I think I talked about a bunch of them. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, on the show with Derek recently, we talked about GLTC things, and I had just dropped the engine in, and I was super mad about, about the non-Hasport mounts. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I did talk so, about uh, it. So I won't, I won't rehash all those things, but I'm still working on we'll, Dan. We'll plug Hasport here, too, because we think Brian is awesome. Yeah, Brian and uh, I think Keith, his brother, is still – uh, one of the owners, but I think Brian has taken over the entire company soon, or or he has. Um, Keith wants to move on to to another business or something. So, what a great company, though. I mean, that company supports the Honda uh, aftermarket and the Honda engine swap world, and they're like the pioneers of all the engine swaps ever, uh, especially lately. Uh, but that company is uh, that's that's a, the best one to deal with. If you're swapping an engine into something, check out Hasport Hasport.com. So. My voice is already going because I've been talking to uh, Chris all day because it looks like NCM might be uh, canceled or moved. Uh, so we're going through different options and figuring things out. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk too long, but let's talk tomorrow again. So. All right, let's give it a try. All right, buddy. We'll, talk to you uh, later, buddy. We'll talk soon. Check out uh, apextrackcoach.com and uh, fcpuro.com. 
uh, and our buddies, uh, our buddies in the small businesses, hard times, track decals, and uh, tracksculptures.com too. So uh, anybody else who needs a plug or would love a plug for their small business, uh, shoot us an email, uh, Abe at TrackTuned, uh, Adam at TrackTuned.com, and uh, let's, we'll plug it tomorrow or the next day whenever we can get another show popped up. See you later, buddy. All right, buddy. See you. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits of Grid Live to say hello. Hello.